Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy New Year. I am so excited to welcome you back to another hot year of Dates and Mates. And I'm also thrilled to announce that our new presenting sponsor is the OkCupid app. It's my number one dating app of choice for peak dating season. As you may know, the first Sunday of the year is always called Dating Sunday. It's the time of the year when the highest number of singles flood the dating apps after coming back from holiday visits with relatives, making New Year's resolutions, the countdown to Valentine's Day. I think you know what I'm talking about. But this year, huh, this is this is hot tip. We actually get two dating Sundays, January 2nd, which I know you're online for this past weekend and January 9th, too, for those of you who maybe took a little extra PTO this holiday season. So if you find yourself here at the top of the year, single and ready to mingle, but if you're looking to match with someone based on more substantial things than just looks and you want to know how your date actually thinks, what their relationship goals are, all that good stuff, check out OkCupid. There are tons of matching questions that you can answer and really get to know what makes your dates tick. Also, it's free. And it's available now in your app store. Today, I have a special masterclass episode to kick off the new year. My longtime listeners may remember that way back in March of 2020, when I did my last dating predictions on my 300th episode. Wait, hmm, what, what was it that happened? What happened in March of 2020? Can't, oh, yeah. <laughs> I recorded and released this episode. And then about a week later, the entire world shut down. Yes, now it's coming back to me. So much has changed since then. So today I'm going to give you all of my latest dating predictions on what you can expect from the year ahead in dating. And if you're not sure if you should take my advice or not, maybe we should just take a look back at the last dating predictions and what I said back then. Well, I said that there was a move towards authenticity since Tinder made everyone use their real names instead of a made up handle. And the next evolution is video. Ah, this is what, what I said in, in 2020. Now that Instagram stories has popularized peeking into people's lives, daters are going to start demanding that they see someone in person on video before a date. Oh, wow. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Man, did that happen. How many of you now use video as your predate filter or even as a substitute for a first IRL date? Mm hmm. I knew it was coming, but the pandemic, of course, sped everything up. I didn't know how it was going to be used. And now we are moving towards what I would call video first dating. But that's a little ways off. More on that later. Uh, the next thing that I discussed in this March of 2020 
future of dating episode was the impact of feminism on dating and relationships. Feminism meaning the equality of genders. So in case there's any confusion about what feminism actually means, that's actually what it means. Um, so I mentioned the study about women who feel burdened by housework responsibilities and not wanting to have sex. This study also reported an increase in people wanting to have more sex. So we're not having less sex because we want to. We're having less sex because we just can't. And leveling the playing field at home for women is the quickest way for us to get out of this conundrum. And look here, many women left the workforce. What is similarly correlated? Frequency of having sex. People are having less sex with others than in prior generations. Yeah, sexually, we are worse off than we were two years ago. Oh my gosh, if that was even possible. But that gives us the opportunity, my friends, for a revolution. And I will share some interesting insights and predictions for our sex lives later in the show. Last but certainly not least, I talked about connection. I introduced the connection crisis, TM, Damona Hoffman, and said it was demonstrated by the rise in meditation and mindfulness apps. Well, they had an even bigger year this year with about 20% growth from 2020. And I predicted that we would see many people redefining gender and sexuality. I'll also unpack new data on that today. I predicted that we would see an increase in international dating, receipts forthcoming on that. And I anticipated a rise in interracial dating too. All This is all before folks were marching in the streets in June of 2020. That was then. But here is what's happening now. Welcome back to the future of dating 2022 style right after this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back, lovers. I have in my hot little hands the current OKCupid data and predictions for what's to come this year. So let's break it down to help you know what's important to daters right now so that you can know what you need to do to date differently this year. OKCupid says, and I quote, 2022 will be the year of exploration in dating. Pandemic has led daters to not only be more open about who they are, but also more interested in exploring their sexuality. Since the end of last year, we have seen a nearly 10% increase in users identifying as pansexual. There's also been a 250% increase in users identifying as bisexual compared to last year. I mean, really hear that 250% increase and a 29% increase in users identifying as non-binary. And what if you just let yourself be 
guided by the individual that you connect with. You might discover something unexpected about yourself. 2022, it is your freaking life. You live it how you want to live it. Okay, number three, okay, Cupid prediction is money will matter less. This was really interesting because it's based on this. In 2021, nearly double the amount of singles said that wealth is very important to them. You know how I feel about dating based on financial security. Mm. But when we look at what is happening, we always have to look at this in the current context, right? What was happening is that a lot of people were losing jobs, right? Financial security was at risk and unemployment was on the rise. So a lot of people were feeling financially insecure. So we started looking outside ourselves to find someone that could provide that for us if we didn't have it ourselves. But the prediction is sort of the inverse of that. As we see unemployment rates go down, we see hiring go up, we see people's financial situation improve we are expecting to see a decrease in the focus on financial security and dating and the drop, the drop is already happening. Like this isn't, this isn't just a wild prediction. Um, now as of right today, 14% of users say money is very important to them in a match compared to 16% earlier this year. So the trend is down. I am in favor of this and advocating for this because I believe even in partnership, even in the best relationship that you're in, I want you to know that you are okay, that you are financially okay, and you can take care of yourself so that you're not, if you're dating someone who makes less money than you, worried that they're going to one day walk away and take half of it with them. And you're going to not be whole at that point. Okay, Cupid also predicts there will be more open relationships. They say monogamy certainly isn't out, but non-monogamy is definitely in. And while the majority of Okay, Cupid daters are still seeking monogamous relationships in 2021, mentions of terms like non-monogamy and thruple in user profiles have gone up 21%. Here's my take. Let's just agree to be more upfront with folks overall about our intentions. So if you want to be married and be monogamous, tell them. If you want kids, tell them. Like when? In the first month. Don't waste your time. You don't necessarily have to front load it on your profile, but so many times I see people afraid to say what they really want because they're thinking that that might push people away or get people to, to be scared of commitment with them. And trust me, if they are scared of the kind of relationship that you want, they're not your person. Doesn't mean like drop off all of your weighty baggage on the first date, but share your relationship goals. There's no shame in that and there's no hiding your relationship goals anymore. This next prediction, not a surprise. Politics will be the biggest deal breaker. There's been a nearly 10% increase in political terms on user profiles in 2021, despite it not even being an election year. And with the midterms heating up in 2022, there's no question that being politically aligned will be the biggest dating deal breaker this year. Oh yeah. Now this is really my prediction because people are dating based on values now. You know, I'm always talking about the four pillars. It's, it's trust, communication, 
shared goals for the future and shared values. This is really the most important one. A lot of times it's the hardest thing to figure out and we try to shortcut it. We try to accelerate it, but it's really the slow dating element that will be revealed to you, but we're trying to front load it. And so we're like, okay, politics. So that means that this person aligns with me on all these values. It's my shortcut. I'm going to front load it and try and figure it out more quickly. And I'm going to have no control over this. I don't know how it's going to work out for everybody (laughs) because as you probably know, it's not a shortcut to everything. You still have to have some of these sticky conversations and you still have to rumble with people not having the same exact political beliefs that you do. And I think there's something actually very interesting to be explored in that. But I don't think we're going to see a big shift in this in 2022. I think we're going to see more leaning into political divisions on dating apps for sure. Another prediction, divorced singles will be getting back out there. This was interesting. Since 2017, there's been a nearly 300% increase in user profiles mentioning being recently divorced. If you are coming out of a relationship ending, I want you to see the opportunity in this. Something old has to end so that something new can emerge. And I want you to know it's okay. It's okay. You got me. You're going to be just fine. And hopefully you're also comforted by the fact that there are so many other people in the pool, just like you, who've been through exactly what you've been through in this last year. Okay, last prediction I'll share with you. Sober dating will become more popular. Um, Over the past five years, daters have become two times less likely to say that a date being sober was a deal breaker. And just in December of 2021, there was a 10% increase in terms such as sobriety and sober dating and OkCupid profiles. There's definitely a move towards people living a healthier life overall. So, and believe me, I love my wine. This is no judgment. I really love my wine. And in fact, I have wine club tonight. (laughs) I love my wine club, but it is so, so intertwined with our dating culture today that I think we're going to see a conscious uncoupling of, of drinking and dating. And I'm glad to see that there's been a decrease in the stigma around this. Honor that is just a part of who you are and how you live your life because we're all just trying to get through. All right, now I'm going to depart from some of the OkCupid predictions, give you some of my own predictions. Video is here to stay. Sure is. You know, I love the phone call as a screening tool, but um, now that we have learned how easy it is to use video as a screening tool, it's definitely going to be a part of our dating process. I think also social media dating will expand and I think there's going to be an overlap of social media and dating apps. You know, there's Facebook dating. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to look like. I think there will be less of a wall between like, this is a social media app and this is a dating app. So let's see how that one plays out. I think we're going to see also some more hybrid curated dating app slash matchmaking models. We've seen this a little bit, like I've talked about the Locks Club on the show. Like there are certain communities that are like, okay, our people, like the Locks Club is for Jewish singles. They're like, I kind of want like the convenience of online dating, but I don't want to do all the heavy lifting, which is a little bit what I teach in my programs. But, you know, there's still you're doing it. We're not it's not a it's not a bespoke, you know, curated experience for you. But I think there will be apps emerging 
that will meet people halfway. The question is, are people going to want to pay for that um, curated experience? So let's see what happens there. This peak dating season, authenticity is king. Self-awareness is sexy. I think speed is going to be back a lot more. Um, not like before, like the hyperspeed dating, but I think we're going to see more people online now and more frequency of dates pick up because there was definitely a slowdown in the last two years. I think by the summer, we will be back to pre-pandemic dating levels of frequency, but we're going to be smarter about it. We're going to be asking more questions about health and safety before we meet up. We're going to be doing more screening. We're going to be practicing slow love and really getting to know people on that deeper values level. So if I'm speaking your language and you're like, okay, I want to be in the future of dating, Demona, and I want to meet my person, then here's how you begin this process. First, self-study. What do you want? How can you date based on values and goals if you don't know what your values and goals are? So you're going to have to do a little self-study first. You're going to have to know how do you want to build this life and this love life that you, you see for yourself? How do you want to feel when you're with this person? These are a lot of a lot of decisions and questions that really are best answered before you start this process and not while you're in the middle of this process and you're like, mm, they're really cute. Like, how do I feel about the fact that they don't want kids and I want to have kids like in the next two years and then we're on completely different life paths. But now you're in motion. You cannot make that decision because you're 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 hooked by your emotions. You're hooked by their cute face. No, you got to make those decisions before. So you know where to set your boundaries. You've also got to give yourself some goals and guidelines. I know what it's like out there. I know what online dating is like. <laughs> I've been doing it for 15 years, even though I've been with my husband a lot longer than that because I've been doing it for you all. And I know that when people set dating goals, like the same way they do anything else in their life, like I want to go on dates twice a week. And you set that goal for yourself like you would like, I want to work out twice a week. If you set that goal, it's more likely to happen. Also, if you set those benchmarks of like, this is how I want to see myself evolve in the next month. And then you give yourself some accountability, a mentor, a confidant, a friend, an ally, someone who can keep you in check on those goals, someone who is positive, someone who asks the right questions of you to take you that level deeper, someone you can check in with and make sure that you are still making your love life a priority. Doesn't mean it has to be the only thing that you're doing in your life, but you've heard me say on the show before, where attention goes, energy flows. So if you want the energy to flow in your love life, you got to be intentional about it. So if I sound like the person to help you with this. If you want to go through this process of self-study and goals and guidelines and screening and sourcing and all of this stuff and slow love, I would love to work with you. And you are just in time for my next round of my signature program, The Dating Accelerator. What is The Dating Accelerator? It is a 10-week online program that is based on the same system that I've used with my private clients over the last 15 years. And it's all distilled down into 10 easy to follow lessons. They're all delivered online, self-led so that you can watch them, listen to them, read them on their own time, on your own time. And then we have live group sessions where we can take all that information that you're taking in and actually put it into practice. And I can hear what you are struggling with and what experiences you're having in dating and help navigate you through that. 
So this program is beginning in just a few weeks. You can find out more at DemonaHoffman.com slash program. It's yeah, it's low commitment because I want you to commit to your person. It's 30 minutes or less a week. And I promise you, it can totally shift how you feel about yourself, your outlook on dating, and of course, your relationship status. You can find out what prior participants have said. I've done this program three times before. Every time I run it, it gets better and better. We get you to results faster and faster. And it is, and we fine tune the process to make sure that everyone can take advantage of this information and put it into practice right away. So I only offer this program twice a year. This is the time. If you are feeling this energy and you're ready to get started, join me, DemonaHoffman.com slash program. I hope you enjoyed this masterclass on dating predictions. I'll be back again next Tuesday, like clockwork, with another dating dish interview and dear Demona for you. I hope this inspires you to kick off your peak dating season with a bang. And until next week, I wish you happy dating.